Okay, we're now back in the seventh parak of Masechus Shkalim, and this is a great parak talking about all sorts of interesting principles of deciding uncertainties. And here in our first Mishnah, Mishnah Aleph, we are going to talk about what happens if you find a coin on the floor that's fallen amongst the shofaros there in the base of Mikdash. So we're not sure which of the 13 containers this coin belongs. So there are a number of ways in which we can resolve uncertainties, according to Allah. One of them is the principle of proximity, closeness, called karov. And it's learned out from the Parshna Torah about Egla Rufa, that if um, a person, a dead person, is found between two cities, we measure and we see um, which is the closest city to the corpse, and then there's a procedure done with the depending on depending on which city it's closest to. So that teaches us that if you have an uncertain situation regarding how to ascribe the status of something, you can use proximity, karov, closeness, um, to determine the answer. There are other competing principles, um, but for now we're going to focus just on, on the proximity factor. Um, I'll come back to uh, another consideration of rov in a moment. So here the Mishnah says, Maos shenimtsu if you find a coin on the floor and it's sitting between the shofar, the container that is earmarked for shkalim, meaning the the taklin charetin, this year is machzah shekel, and the dava, that thirteenth one, that is uh, earmarked for ketzmas beach. So, which container do you put that coin into? Now. The Yishalmi asks if one is at the beginning and one at the end, and they're in a line, so how could a coin be between number 1 and number 13? Twitchin answers that the shofaros are arranged in a circle. So that's why number 1, the first one, and the last one, number 13, are close to each other. So the general answer is going to be that we will put the coin into the whatever container it's closest to because of the principle of Karov, and if it's uh, the suffix persists, it's still uncertain because it's right in the middle, um, equidistant from the two containers. So then we will go lachomra as the general rule with all sfekas mdoraisa. Torah doubts, you have to go to the stricter possibility. So therefore we'll have to decide which is a more sh- strict treatment of this coin in terms of which container it goes into and put it there. In the case of um, Nadava versus Machsa Shekel, so then the Nadava is more strict because money that goes into the Nadava gets used to purchase olos, which are totally burned. Um, in contrast, you recall that when it comes to the Machsa Shekel, there's Chatas, which is purchased sometimes, like on Rosh Chodesh, which is eaten by Kohanim, and also leftovers of that container would end up going to purchase, you know, uh, refortify the walls and arrange for water in the city and so on, so much less um, intense uses than being brought as an offering. And therefore, on the possibility that the coin was originally consecrated to be given as uh, money for an ola, so would be one would not be allowed to use that money now to to purchase uh, lesser things like refurbishments for the city and its towers, etc. Um, so that's that's the gist of it. So the mission says inside, If you find a coin on the floor between the shkalim container, the metamachsa container, and the nadava container, karov if it's closer to the shkalim container, So then it should go inside the shkalim container. Linadava, if it's physically closer to the Nadava container, Yiblinadava, it should go to the Nadava container. Mechta lemechta, if it's equidistant, right in the middle between the two, then Yiblinadava, then you put it in the Nadava container because, as I explained, an Ola is a more strict use and would not be allowed to use for the lesser sanctity uses that are possible with the Machsa Shekel. 
Now, what happens if Bain ate him the Lavona? What, you find a coin on the floor between the container of the shofar earmarked for wood and the one earmarked for Lavona frankincense. So, Karvala ate him, Yiplu ate him. If it's close to the ate container, again, put in the ate one. The Lavona, Yiplu Lavona. If it's close to the Lavona one, put it in the Lavona one. Mechta, Mechta. If it's in the middle, equidistant from the two containers, you'd have to again go to the more strict one, the more Hummer one. And that's Yiplu Lavona. It should go to the Lavona, to the frankincense container. Why is frankincense considered more Hummer, more strict than the wood when both are totally burned in the Mizbech? The answer is because. The Lavona frankincense is actually considered to be an offering all to itself, whereas the wood is just something which enables the Lavona to be burned. So it's less intense sanctity, and therefore, if you have to choose between the two, you'll put the money into the Lavona just in case. Bain Kinan the Gozle Ola. Remember, we had these two containers. There was a machlokas between the Chacham and Rabbi Yehuda. What they went for, this mission is clearly going like the Chachamim, where the Kinan. The pair of birds container is to buy one ola and one chatas bird for people who need the mechusar kapar, like people who are the like you know the zav and zav etc. And the gozle ola were to buy birds which are olos totally burned, no chatas. Now the kohanim are going to eat the chatas bird, and that being the case, the more strict application would be to put it all for olos, for the kohanim eat nothing, um, and therefore the mishnah says. Karav Lakinim, Lipulakinim, if it's close to the Kinim container, put in the Kinim one. The Gozle Ola, close to the Ola offering birds one, then Yipulu Gozle Ola, put it to that one. Mechtla Mechtaft, equidistant from the two containers, Yipulu Gozle Ola, put it into the the Ola bird container because then it'll all be burned, and that's the more strict interpretation. Now, the Mishnah is going to segue away from our case of coins on the floor by these 13 shofaros. And it's going to make a more general point, which is the same principles set forth in this Mishnah apply in other contexts. And therefore, the Mishnah will give a story, a scenario where you have nothing to do with the base of Mikdash in a person's private home. This guy has two piggy banks, and one is his personal savings account, and the other one is his Meiser Shaney savings account. Meiser Shaney, you recall, those are the second tie that's levied on a person's harvest in years one, two, four, and five of the seven-year Shemitah cycle. And then he takes, separates those foodstuffs. And if he doesn't want to bring the foods to Yushalayim, he can redeem the foods, Kedusha, onto coins, bring the coins to Jerusalem, and then over there in Yushalayim, he'll um, use the money, the Meister Shemi money, to purchase foodstuffs to be consumed in Tahara over there in Yushalayim. So that's a stricture of the two. Of course, the coins that are Meister Shemi coins are more strict. So what happens if he has the two piggy banks, and he finds a coin on the floor between the two piggy banks. So the same principles will apply here. That's the point of the Mishnah. It says, if you have Ben Chulun Sheni, a coin is found on the floor between the Chulun, the personal piggy bank, and the Maestro Sheni piggy bank. Then Karav L'Chulun, Yipul L'Chulun, if it's close to the Chulun one, put it in the Chulun piggy bank. The Maestro Sheni, Yipul L'Maestro Sheni, if it's close to the Maestro Sheni container, put it into that one. Mechta L'Mechta, equidistant from the two piggy banks. Yipul L'Maestro Sheni, of course, you have to put it in the Maestro Sheni container on the possibility that it was Maestro Sheni to again be more strict. Zahaklal, this is the governing principle. Holchen Achra Karav L'Hakel. We will go after whatever's more proximate, the closer of the two. Um, even if it means a more lenient interpretation, meaning there's a possibility, of course, that this was, for example, had been Meister Shani money, which is now going into your personal piggy bank. Okay, but if it's close to the personal piggy bank, it's uncertain and will go Lakula, if you can use Karov proximity. But if it's Mechtzla Mechtzla, if it's equidistant, then nothing doing. You have to be strict. Luch Lahachmir, you have to be strict and make more strict interpretation and put it into the more strict container. Um, 
just to be, so to speak, on the safe side. That's the rules of resolving sphacus in in the Torah. Now, um, there is a side discussion to be had here, um, which is that another factor to consider when resolving uncertainty in the Torah is not the principle of karov, proximity, but rather rov, majority. And, in fact, the Gemara in Bava Basra says that if you have rov v'karov, if you have um, a reason to rule one way based on rov, majority, and a reason to rule a different way because of karov, because of proximity, so then halach achar harov, the rov is higher, in the, higher up on the hierarchy of determining factors, and therefore you go after majority, notwithstanding that it might be more proximate. I forget the actual case here, but the question there, that would suggest... That if, for example, in the containers, the, the shofros, one container has 100 coins and one container has three coins, and because one's much more frequently used, so then Rove would suggest if you find a coin between the two of those, that you should go and assume it came from the more frequently used container, the one with 100 coins, and put in the Rove. So it's a question, why don't we see that over here? And there are a couple of answers given. Um, all the answers basically boil down to that Rove, either this town doesn't agree with that, or that Rove is not applicable in this scenario, either, let's say, for example, there were equal number of coins in both containers, or you don't know how many coins there were, etc. But it seems, according to the Barthenor and the accepted halacha, if there was clearly a rove, meaning that you know more coins are given to shofar A than shofar B in general, and you find the coin between the two, you should assume it goes to the one that's, that's rove, this mission notwithstanding.